Glory to God, Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. The Lord God is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe, and humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. Lord, we give You this time. Jesus, to You be all the praise and glory. I bless those listening, and I believe with them for their needs and their miracle, and send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields around the world. In the wonderful name of Jesus. Today's the day after Christmas, and what a wonderful time of the year to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and God sending His Son to the earth as a man. As a man. And it's, it's definitely one of the preeminent mysteries of the Kingdom of Heaven that God would send his son, who is also God, to the earth as a human. And the, the greatest miracle in human history, many believe, and I believe it's true, is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But if we listed the greatest miracles in human history, every one of them would be something related to Jesus Christ. Number one, His resurrection. Number two, I don't know exactly what the second greatest miracle is. It could be the ascension of Jesus Christ to heaven, or it might be the, the birth of Jesus Christ. To think that the, think of the power of God, of the Holy Spirit, to turn God into a seed in a woman's womb, and then he was born and lived for 33 years on the earth. And then if we listed other miracles, every miracle that he did would also be in that list. You know, all the healings, all of the... I mean, just truly incredible. And to think... Well, and then Jesus Christ is alive today. And so... You might say, well, this is something I've never shared in this podcast, but every person who gets saved, for them, that's the greatest miracle, right? Salvation. So if let's just say, hypothetically, (coughs) that there's 40 billion people that have been saved in human history, well, that would, they would all, all those miracles would be on that list of Jesus saving them. So, and every miracle that Jesus Christ has done. If we look at ministries around the world who, you know, uh, let's say the power of God is in their ministry, the anointing, and people get saved but also healed, those miracles would also be on the list. Amen. So, And I do want to emphasize, yes, Christmas is wonderful to celebrate Jesus, the birth of Jesus Christ, but we can celebrate Him every day. Every day. It can be 
a wonderful celebration of Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit in our own personal life and in our family and in our wherever we are. That's something I want to continue to emphasize and it's something that Reinhard Bonnke emphasized greatly that it's a celebration with him. We know that it's challenging living on the earth, right? It's, it can be difficult. But through it all, when we meet really Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit, that's the key. We will recognize ourselves and, and the glorious presence of Jesus that's available. The same glory of the Lord that we read about in the Bible and, and in those stories when the, when the birth of Jesus was announced. That's the glory that's available for every person on the earth. So I, this is a short message. I want to keep it simple as always. That, that the glory of the Lord is the Lord Himself. And He's available. He's everywhere on the earth. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father. And we don't have to wait to get to heaven. We don't have to wait. We don't have to go anywhere to, to either see or, or seek Jesus because He's everywhere on the earth. If someone is saved, they have the, the, the presence of Jesus, the anointing in their spirit person. That's how they're saved. So if anyone wonders, let, let's get to the very essence. People in the world are seeking many things to, to be happy, right? And, and some even ask that question, you know, what's the, I don't want to an, overanalyze things, but many people, even my brother one time, he said, well, what is the answer? Like he had, he was, let's move on from that. People have everything that they want, right? And yet there's still something missing because the answer is the glorious presence of Jesus that we we can experience and and celebrate and that can and will transform us in two areas I want to simplify this in our personal life he offers everything a person dreams of happiness, joy, peace, fulfillment, everything. I mean, and then in ministry. That's how we can do ministry. Simple. Someone doesn't have to have the official nonprofit ministry with an office and all these things because our ministry is just walking with Jesus Christ, someone can, anyone, anywhere, no matter who they are, can fulfill their ministry. 
that's something I want to encourage, continue to emphasize. Even if someone has the, the nonprofit ministry and they have all the all this, it's they the way that they can accomplish their ministry is in their personal private walk with Jesus Christ on a day-to-day basis all the time. What a privilege. I mean, just to, to be able to seek Him and experience Him. The greatest privilege for a human being. And I go back to the example we, we can learn from the great patriarchs of the faith. Of course, throughout history, you know, going, you know, the Apostle Paul, Martin Luther, uh, it just, the list goes on and on. You know, Moody, Spurgeon, all these great men and women of God. And then in modern times, Reinhard Bonnke and in Kenneth Hagin. I was just thinking recently, Kenneth Hagin likely operated in all five of the offices of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. And his ministry, he's a patriarch of the faith. And yet when they asked him what's been the secret, he said the presence of Jesus. Any person can, can, have, can do that. God has leveled the playing field for every person, starting with salvation. He's totally justified Himself to the whole world. And, and the, Jesus coming to the earth as a man is, it has to be. It's you know the preeminent proof that He's justified Himself to the world. You know, everything about that. From the moment Jesus was conceived until He died and rose again. Uh, you know, everything about that reveals so much about God's nature, about His love, and how He's justified Himself to the world. The, the famous saying, I believe it was John Wesley said, God came to earth as a man and justified Himself to the world. And so if anyone has objections, really objections are meaningless. Because, because for many reasons, but because God's justified Himself. Even to the point where, again, everything in this Christmas season, you know, it's, it's really fascinating to think about how Literally everything about Jesus Christ's life is a miracle and is reveals that, that, that God's justified Himself. You know, being conceived, do, doing everything that every human being has ever... Well, becoming a man, starting with be, being a fetus and being born you know, a baby and then a toddler, a young boy. We have that one story when he was 12 years old. He was a teenager. He was a young man. He was, and then he was anointed. And I mean, just everything about it. Thank you for listening today. I know I've been away for a few days. 
I want to continue the series about the mystery of God, and I'm hoping to do several messages about specifically about the Holy Spirit. And we are here for you. We greatly value your partnership, prayers, and support. Please visit wonderreality.org. Most of our um, materials, books, and websites are on that website. I, I also, in the coming days and weeks, I want to do some more dedicated messages to that truth that humans were born to fellowship with God, to fellowship with Jesus Christ, that He, to think that He offers that. Let me finish with this. To think that He offers Himself in totality, even to fellowship. And it's interesting to note that as far as I know, Jesus Himself, and He's God Almighty, everything that He said is perfect and one and you know perfect and eternal his words are eternal his he even said heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away and at the same time i say this with reverence but as far as i know he did not just come out and say Humans were born to fellowship with with God, with me. Um, And in Revelation 3.20, we have recorded, he said, you know, that's recommended reading, and let's just let the Holy Spirit reveal that, that it's, Jesus even called, he said, he who opens the door, I will come into him and sup, dine with him. And he with me, and and so that's he offers to be someone's everything, even to the point of fellowship with them, even to the to the point of fellowship forever. But he doesn't come out and say that, right? In in now at other times he spoke so plainly. He said, "If anyone eats this living bread, he will live forever." You know, he spoke plainly at times, but other times, in other ways, I just think that, that these things are hidden in some ways, and this is all part of the mystery of God. Mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. It's up to a person whether or not they. Their cho- it starts with the choice between God and self. It's completely up to a person. It's almost like, I don't want to add anything to the Bible, but it's almost like God, Jesus Christ, well, He presents things as plainly as He possibly could at times, but then at other times, these things are, are, are in some ways hidden.
So I, I generally just want to emphasize that all of this is part of the mystery of God and, and mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And, and let me just add this. Jesus Christ coming to the earth as a man, the Messiah, the Savior, a fulfillment of, I believe it's more than 330 prophecies in the Old Testament. And to think that most people on the earth don't realize that, most believers, you know, I'm not judging anyone, but but to think more than 330 prophecies, it's like, it's so clear and obvious, right? In, in, in addition to that, everything about Jesus Christ's life is so clear and obvious that He's, you know, the Savior, that He died for the world. He's the Savior. He's the Messiah. All these... So in that sense, it's so clear and obvious. How could someone miss it? But then somehow, some way, we know that most people in the world are not saved. 70%. According to stats. How can that be? Well, it's part of the mystery of God. We, it's beyond explanation. We can say, on the one hand, what keeps people from getting saved? Their old nature, sin, the world, and the enemy. So four things. But really, it's part of the mystery of God. That even God knows who will be saved and who won't. And yet, it's man's choice. So, I know I'm speaking in general terms. I'm, I am excited you know, about the spiritual significance of Christmas, even though it's now the day after Christmas. But the fact that every day we can celebrate Jesus Christ. Every day. All the time. We can celebrate because Jesus Christ is alive and the Holy Spirit is he is Jesus Christ unlimited. Amen. He's, he's the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father. Amen. So, I want to encourage you. Thank you for listening. And I'm looking forward to the upcoming messages. Please email us at hello at wonderreality.org. And blessings.